American Giant is the leading manufacturer of American-made clothing. When you choose American Giant, you are saying yes to clothes made under the highest standards, ones that support sustainable jobs, living wages, safe working conditions, and use high-quality materials. Plus, they have a full range of timeless, durable basics for men and women. Wear your values in the new year. Get 20% off with code NY23 at American-Giant.com. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Code NY23. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's third Tuesday Go to Natchitoches show. Uh, founded in 1714, Natchitoches is the original French colony and oldest city in Louisiana. And that is uh, spelled N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S. Dot well com. Add the dot com on there and you'll find uh, what you can see and do in Natchitoches. But we're really going to focus on Natchitoches and what you can see and do in no man's land and Natchitoches is a crucial part of no man's land which is known as the neutral strip region it's from when the area was the official buffer zone between Spain and the United States following the Louisiana purchase and so we're going to talk about all that you can see and do in this region that stretches from Lake Charles in southwest Louisiana through Vernon Parish Toledo Bend and Sabine Parish uh, and it goes, I think, all the way up to pretty much Shreveport, almost just south of Shreveport. And of mm-hmm. course, there's the Kisachi National Forest to explore and Natchitoches, the Cane River National Heritage Area. There's a ton to do. So the website is visitnomansland.com. But again, Natchitoches.com. And we're excited to have our friends Arlene Gould and Kelly West back on the show. So how are you, ladies? I'm good. I'm doing real good. Yeah. Oh, look at that naughty bitch. Yeah, she just came back from New Orleans playing Mardi Gras. Yeah. I did. I, I, I had a few days to go, go down south to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. So just getting back in the swing of things here in Natchitoches. But everything is good. The weather's great. The tulips are blooming. The sun is oh. shining. Temperatures are rising. So it's all good. It's almost That's time wonderful. for us to come back in July, right? <laughs> so we got to do our <laughs> annual July visit. But, you know, this is, you know, talking about no man's land is really exciting. And this really puts where Natchitoches is so pivotal in the, in the history of Louisiana. So it's the first colony. Uh, Kelly, can you give us a little bit of the historical background? You, you do really good on this. And by the way, did I get the Mickey Mouse thing right for N-A-T-C-H-I? <laughs> I've been practicing since our last chat. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so no man's land, um, you know, when the Louisiana Purchase Territories were purchased, there was an area on the along the west side of Louisiana, or what is now Louisiana, that was basically um, a disputed zone, basically, um, between originally the French and the United States and, Spain, and Spanish Texas. So um, it became a neutral strip for about three years till a treaty was signed to, that brought it into the Louisiana Purchase Territories. Um, but there was no law, no governor, no king, no, mm-hmm. no, it was, 
it was a place of, um, and, and that's where a lot of, you know, the John Lafitte and pirate stories come in, you know, further south and around the Cameron and Calcasieu Parish areas, Lake Charles. Um, there was, you know, no, outlaws and criminals that kind of hid in the area. And, um, and you see some of those um, cultural aspects still even today in the, in along that western coast of Louisiana. And so, um, but the treaty was signed um, after three years. It brought it into the Louisiana Purchase Territory. Um, and then um, that's actually when Fort Jessup, who is celebrating their 200 year anniversary now. Wow. Because that was when that fort was established to protect the United States boundary at that point, um, because yeah. that was the furthest west um, for the colonies. So um, they established Fort Jessup to as a military outpost there. Wow. And so hmm. Las Adeas, was this Texas at that point? It, yes. During No Man's Land, Las Adeas was considered part of Texas. Uh, and prior to um, the Louisiana Purchase Territory, um, so Louisiana State Historic Site now um, was actually the, the capital of Spanish Texas for about 43 years um, prior to all of this. And so um, it was the Spanish outpost protecting the Spanish border on the east side. And then we have Fort St. John Baptiste that was built in Natchitoches to protect the French territories on the west side um and hmm. then and then of course the louisiana purchase was made and kind of carved some of that out wow so so when the purchase was made um we basically bought a territory that we didn't know who really owned it for that western portion mm -hmm. yes, yeah completely yeah. disputed you know they you know spanish Texas said, no, that's our land. And, uh, you know, the French said, no, that's part of what we, you know, what we have. And so that it, it for three years, that's it funny. was a neutral strip. They agreed, you know, no, it belongs to no one. And then they um, did the treaty mm -hmm. um, in uh, 1818. 18. It was the Onis Williams Treaty that was signed in 1818. However, it wasn't ratified until 1821. So, um, yeah. Which is why there was three years there of. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I know because you, you were saying, okay, we're going to have a three year celebration. Then COVID came in and it messed things up. But now we're just no. going to celebrate it forever, right? So, in yeah, a way, it's like, hey, why that's not? That's right. Because in 2017, we started planning for the three year celebration of the 200 year anniversary of the treaty. And uh, so uh, we kicked it off in 2018 and went through 2021. And so here it is, 2022, and no man's land is big and popular as ever a lot of people really have an interest in that story because it's just so fascinating um, that people didn't realize that it belonged to no one you know it was you know no it's so multicultural too because huh. there's there's it's multicultural oh, absolutely. Uh, looking at absolutely. the native american heritage because the el sections. camino goes through there right. too the el camino real de los tejas mm -hmm. now a national historic trail from natchitoches to uh nacogdoches texas and all the way down to mexico but when you think about all the cultures i, I was also reading a lot of scottish too anglo scots mm -hmm. uh which i didn't realize you had such a scottish influence as well right so, so from DeSoto Parish, which is just south of Shreveport, Caddo Parish, you know, uh, DeSoto, all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico to Calcasieu and uh, Lake Charles area. Um, that's the north-south. And then, of course, 
El Camino Real was your east and west, you know, corridor. A lot of people traveled along that that um, that trail, you know, the El Camino Real. But it really goes along the water, almost like around the. It's the Sabine okay. River, which is now, of course, 50 years ago, Toledo Bend was made into a very popular, you know, uh, lake. Uh, some of the best fishing in the world can be found there. But yep, that's the territory. That's, you know, Texas on the, on the you know, the, the uh, western side of Sabine River, which is Toledo Bend Lake. And then, of course, you know, Louisiana and on the on the eastern side. So, so Logan's Port is part of DeSoto Parish, right? Mm -hmm. That's correct. So they have a beautiful park, a waterfront park mm -hmm. there that you can. It's beautiful. We've been there a couple times. And then um, is Mansfield part of this too? Where they had the big uh, uh, battlefield. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The Civil War site, because mm -hmm. yeah, you got to think Civil War history started to encroach also in your area too. So okay. this. That was the Red River campaign. Yeah. Oh man! See, and that's and then Cane River Lake, which is right across the street from you, like literally cl so close that that was part of the Red River. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, this is some crazy history, ladies. <laughs> well, and you could see why people who weren't exactly abiding by the law would like to hang out in a place where nobody knew what was going on. It was swampy, you know. To, to, yeah, it's a good place to hang out, and if you're a criminal, hide. Mm -hmm. So Kasachi National Forest mm -hmm. is definitely part of it then. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's a huge part of it. Learning Parish, Natchitoches Parish, all, yeah, all along, yeah. Cool. That's got it's kind of like the, the in, it's like the inland part of it, you know, and then you've mm -hmm. got Natchitoches. That's a really cool cave uh, in the Kasachi. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Wolf, Wolf, Wolf Rock. Wolf Rock Cave. Oh, cave in um, Learning Parish, which is part of the Kasachi National Forest. So I can just imagine back in the day, people hiding out in the cave. Yeah. We went to cool. the cave. Yeah, we, we went did. there when we were doing Vernon Parish mm -hmm. and Leesville and everywhere. We went to mm -hmm. the cave uh, with the Vernon Voyager lady. And um, it, what was interesting is all the, well, the cave itself. I mean, it's kind of trippy. Like you, you could hide you could, in that cave. You could live in there. You could, you yeah. could, uh, but That'd it's, awesome. it's, it's a place to be respected yeah. you know I think you know especially because of the Native American culture it, it's you've got to be respectful going there and but all through Kisachi Forest going to different places I didn't realize how entrenched it is even in World War II history and the right. Louisiana maneuvers I'd actually love to do a show on that because it, it seems that your area was just such a hotspot for people to learn how to fight and and ride tanks you guys were a tank tank zone mm -hmm. yeah, yeah general Patton and omar bradley they they did the maneuvers you know that this is when you know everything became mechanicized and they got away from the cavalry i guess you'd call it you know with, mm -hmm. the, with the horse and then they started using machinery and uh they did all their training in in this area uh, from wow. from Fort Polk down in Leesville or Vernon Parish. So, and, and the numbers are fascinating. I mean, you cannot even imagine the millions of soldiers that have come through this area, you know, to train at Fort Polk. Wow. So, to this day, to this day. It also- yeah, still, uh, still, yeah. And yeah. I, I think they also use it during the Vietnam War. Um, in fact, mm -hmm. we know we know some people who um, were stationed at Fort Polk uh, during the Vietnam and then did their training there and went mm -hmm. to Vietnam from there. Well, the Alexandria um, Airport. Um, oh, yeah. Used to be England Air Force Base. 
So that's where many of them, you know, mm. you know were, were stationed or in and out of England Air Force Base. And still to this day, they still fly thousands of soldiers a week uh, through the airport at Alexandria. I'm coming wow. back. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> well, outside okay. the airport, what's really nice about that huge, huge fountain. But, you know, and, and Kelly, that's where we first met you was in Alexandria. You have all those big fighter jets with the big tiger faces and the big shark faces. And yeah, I mean, th- those jets, I mean, I think they should do that to commercial airlines. We, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like if you're going to fly southwest, you know, you need to paint some, you know, Monument Echo. Valley or Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. A, big, a big wolf face. With yeah, teeth. a big wolf face. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, if that, you could do that for Alaska <laughs> Airlines. Like, you know, yeah. put a big right. orc killer whale. <laughs> come on. Okay. Let's have some fun with the airlines, you know. And if you had a Louisiana airplane, it would it could be a big tank for an alligator. Oh, flying alligator. That'd be cool. Oh, they would yeah. think about now think about that back in the day, right? Alligators, you've got yeah. all the swampy lands, you've got Kisachi National Forest. And I don't for those who can see, I gotta go a different way. The water there's got like limestone water. It is it, you've got such a diverse terrain out in your region. That to hide and play hide and seek is cool. However, you got critters out there. That's, yeah. you know, when we were hiking around Kisachi, I was thinking about that. I was like, I wonder what it was like to be there at that time. Well, especially if you're, you know, from France or from Spain and you don't have alligators over there. And then you come walking around in the forest and here comes this giant lizard. <laughs> really big. Really big lizard. And what would you like? They, that must have been such a shock. Like, what the heck is that? I know, huh? And yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a really odd-looking creature to begin with. You know? I know. So be, oh man! I guess they had mosquitoes back in the day too. I don't even know how old mosquitoes are, or how far back they go, but you know, Way so there you, there imagine if, you know, living in the in that area with with you know mosquitoes alone, right? Uh, it's it's hard life and i think well that that's the thing about going to all the museums in no man's land to see and kind of get that feeling of how people lived and read the stories of the locals you know that's a it's it's really cool Uh, is derrida part of it yes so you can go to the gothic Gothic jail Jail. yeah yeah Yeah. and they've got a really cool museum in downtown derrida i really love that museum because it really showcases mm-hmm. the different, you know, different people that settled this region. So the, I think one of the best ways for people to get around no man's land is to follow the gas station food trail. Yeah. Listen, yeah. this is, this is a thing of Louisiana <laughs> is, yummy. you know, so uh, yeah, Great give us a little, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, it's, but you could get what, even Boudin, because you got to go Lake Charles's Boudin, you've got mm-hmm. Zwali tamales. And they're different. The, the tamales are, are a different kind of, they're, de- they're good. They're definitely delicious, but Very you've good. got everything mm-hmm. on there. Po' boys, pizza. Uh, we got meat pies. We cannot the leave big, out the meat pies. No, you, of that dish, you know? So yeah. What, what other things are on there? Do you think in the gas stations? Um, uh, oh, there's wings and salad and breakfast and pies and cakes and um, yam, yam cakes. Yam yeah. cakes. <laughs> 
Yam cakes. That's right. At the French Market Inn. That's right. Yeah. They do French Market Express. We should just have a big commercial for them. Every guy know because just keep so going. But, but it's convenient food and it's good food. And that's what was, you know, interesting is it's okay, there's the fried goodness, right? But then there's you can go in and get a full meal at a gas yeah. station. That's like mm -hmm. a hot meal in a box yeah. and sometimes you can sit in there and eat it or take it on the road with you so mm -hmm. i wonder how this whole thing got started about doing gas station food membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can i be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it but nobody is going to do it for you and nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. I wonder. Now you know that story. I mean, I think, I think that having the food in the gas station is something that's been around and mainly because of all the, just the people, the working people, and they needed something quick and fast. Um, and a lot of these gas stations are also very family owned, family ran. So literally the grandmas are in the back cooking. And so, you know, they would cook the food and just, you know, bring it out and sell it. And um, it just became something that, you know, caught on. And especially in our smaller towns, um, you know, you think, you know, in the Vernon parishes and the Borgard parishes and Jacetta parishes, there's not a whole lot of restaurants, definitely not many chain restaurants. And so, you know, where, where would you grab a quick bite to eat? And so the gas station food kind of just grew out of that. And then, um, you know, as we were, you know, looking at what would be the next thing that we did with No Man's Land and product development, things like that, you know, we said, well, what do we all have in common? You know, and we started talking about food. Of course, it's Louisiana. You're going to talk about food. And then, um, and then the Imagine one thing that, that we kept, that just kept coming up was this idea of gas station foods. And um, because some of our best foods and some of these, especially the more rural parishes are in a gas station. Um, Natchitoches is a little unique. While we have amazing gas station food, we also have several restaurants that are now open in buildings that used to be gas stations. So, you know, it's this thing it's like, of it's food that's, you know, just, carried on through the years and so you know we started putting together okay well let's put together a trail let's connect all these gas station eat places and so um each of the seven partners in the no man's land area have three um gas stations right now listed we'll add to it you know as we need but for now we said three you know to make a total of 21 would be plenty you can find the whole trail um, there on the website at visitnomansland.com. We do have an app. Um, if you want to download the app and one of the tours on there is the gas station eats trail and you can choose which ones you want to do and build an itinerary around it. Um, and so, but it's, a, it's just a really great way to get some good food while you're traveling through no man's land and it's a fun way to travel. 
that's a I lot of it. meat pies. I know. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like stagecoach stops in the West. Right. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guys had to it's stop. One stop. Yeah. You one stop. Get your gas. Your food, get food. Get the restroom. Change your whole head on to the next place. But change but, out the pouch. Go yeah. on. Oh, oh, she's yeah. back in the pouch again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but the, the thing too with this is it's a way of tasting the different food from different cultures that settled the region. Right. That's something. And it, of course, the recipes have probably changed over the years. Like you're not going to get the alligator's tail, but you, well, you might. Yeah, actually. You might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I saying? Hey, what part of alligator do you all eat? Like, really, is it the, like, do you eat it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, the flames and the legs and, um, and then the tail meat. Um, now French market, you know, to mention them again, um, <laughs> they actually have an alligator sausage that they oh. sell um, that a lot of people really enjoy the flavor of it. Um, you know, but you can get, you know, fried alligator pieces, like alligator bites, yeah. yeah. But it's alligator meat, so. Gator bites. So gator, bites. gator sausage. So we're going to have to do this on our sausage day show. <laughs> right. There you like, go. Nobody else has gator sausage. I'm serious. <laughs> gator sausage. So I know. Funny. I wonder if you boudin. could put gator. gator sausage I was, was going to say, put yeah. gator in the boudin. Well, the boudin is interesting. You have boudin balls and you've got the boudin sausage. I mean, that's a, it, it, but like that is something, boudin is really interesting because that is something that really goes with rice. Uh, because Louisiana does grow rice. That's one of your mm-hmm. main crops, rice and sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're putting rice and you're putting like it, it's, I think, very Spanish, isn't it? It's Spanish, French, the, the boudin itself. Sounds French. It sounds French. French. Yeah, French with a little Spanish spice in there. That's well, the like thing. a little French sausage for a little Spanish. Yes. See, that's the thing is the spices in Louisiana are mm-hmm. so different than, yeah. you know, and that's multicultural. And then again. you have the Cajun, you have the Cajun, which are spicier, I guess, pepperier, mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. for Natchitoches, you have Cajun and Creole, right? All, all blended together. It's a big yeah. blend. It's we like this. Blend. And then the Spanish. So you can, and Mexican, you've got a lot of good Mexican food, mm-hmm. uh, which is also, I mean, you've got to think the Louisiana part to purchase at one point really went down to Mexico. There's like a mm-hmm. whole thing mm-hmm. that goes on with that. So that makes sense. And then you've got Texas, right? So, hmm. We've got a little bit I'm of hungry. everything. Yeah. I'm a little hungry. You know, it's a, have it's, a little bit of everything. It's a mixing <laughs> pot. And, 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 and it's always yeah. fun. I yeah, mean, it's it is. Like, it, it is always fun in Louisiana. I mean, you've got some things that have happened in, you know, with hurricanes and, but yeah. I have to say uh, from our experiences, Louisiana is one hell of a resilient state. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's tough people there. Yeah. And you I know? think that's, again, what shows no man's land. Mm. I mean, how did the people yeah. in no man's land mm. feel when suddenly it's like, now you're going to have law and order? Did they say, oh, hell no? <laughs> you say, watch me. <laughs> you know, that is quite an adjustment when you just, you know, when you just did your own thing and you were yeah. self-sufficient, you took care of yourself. You didn't rely on the government or anything. But then when, it, you know, I can imagine when things came in and 
the laws were there now and they had to abide by the law. You had to so, pay taxes and they're like, and that's no, right. yeah. don't yeah. think so. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, I think, you know, so many things have changed after that. One of the interesting places we went to um, on one of our visits was at the New Lano Colony. Yeah. Um, and that is, I'm very fascinated about these people who decided to create these utopian communities. Like this is the epitome of what we're going to do. And how it was one of a community that had more rights. I mean, hey, it's Women's History Month, right? So I'm just going to bring this in. It was very progressive for women compared to what was going on, not just in Louisiana, but across the country and around the world, how they put women, you know, had equal rights in this community, yes. which is really interesting because you wouldn't think, you know, but um, it didn't work out. But the guy who ran it all, I think he ran for... It didn't, it didn't work out as a, none of these colonies and because they, they didn't let you have wine, but I think they made wine at this one. Oh, they made it and sold it. <laughs> they made it. So, yeah. I'll but, be the taster. But none of these, I mean, cause it all sounds good in theory, but then it, it's like any commune, it kind of always kind of breaks up majority, but um, the women's, I, that is, that to me was really fascinating to learn about the women's history. And you've mm -hmm. got some strong women, uh, speaking of women's history, right? Uh, they do. Yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah, quite a few. Let's see. Um, Cammie Henry, Kate Chopin. Carolyn uh, Dorman. Clementine Hunter. Carolyn mm -hmm. Dorman. Yeah, those are just to name a few. Yeah. One day we're just going to have to do a show on, on like, hardcore women of no man's land you've got to think about them all like just going through what they what they just because you were saying about that self-sufficient how much of it really fell on the women's shoulders well they make did, things think work. of all the getting the food and cooking and preparing way back then mm -hmm. think yeah. about that yeah, I mean, that's not, <laughs> yeah and then they have yeah. to hang their clothes up uh, you know outside and fight off gators while they're doing it <laughs> 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 or just like hey if you don't behave little brat i'm gonna throw you to the gators <laughs> and and i'm sure there was native americans and so there's all and then you're in a, living in an area and you know here in noma it's a land where there's no law and order that could have been fun i mean how do you well, know there are a lot of shotguns around maybe yeah i guess you would have to be like annie oakley and not a shoot yeah mm hmm yeah, you have to know how to ride a horse really well. I think if people go to Fort Jessup, they'll be able to really get a, an idea of, mm -hmm. I think that's one of the, in, and also uh, the, the state park, St. Denis, am I saying it right? St. Denis, Fort St. Jean-Baptiste. Yeah, if you go there, Fort St. Jean-Baptiste, I'm getting there. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> if you go there, then you'll be able to see what life was like for the soldiers mm -hmm. and then life is like to live there. I think, and, and for kids, and it's great to take kids into these places because mm -hmm. then they get to see, you How know, just have that. In the 1700s, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because mm -hmm. it's hard to think what the 1700s were like. No. I mean, there were no phones um, at all. Fort Jessup last week, and they had live demonstrations um, for students. They had, I don't know, a couple hundred students came from different schools, and they were, had different demonstrations to show them um, how they did things back 200 years ago you that's know? awesome and yeah. and is the louisiana um country music the louisiana music museum still Cat going oh, still open yeah mm -hmm. cool. that is um, fascinating 
Yep, that's that's kind of in the area. It's in it's in Natchez Parish, right along that border, you know, by Sabine. So it's in Robeline. Robeline. <laughs> it's what, it's Robeline, isn't it? It's yeah. Robeline. Some people say Robeline. Robeline. Yeah, no, but that's and Robeline is where you go towards Kusachi uh, National Forest from your area. Well, well, this is why I go in circles. It's north, uh, it's north um, west, Natchitoches Parish, like you're going to DeSoto Parish, mm -hmm. to Mansfield, like mm -hmm. you're going towards Mansfield. The whole area is just beautiful to drive through. It really is like a scenic, you know, and there's just so much, so many museums. Uh, tell us one place from each of you that you, we haven't talked about. I know there's so much to talk about. Um, that's uh, Melrose Plantation. We've got Cane River Creole National Historical Park. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's another whole side of the farming lifestyle that, you know, then the plantation we have the Louisiana life. State Museum here, just, you know, a couple hundred feet from our office downtown that houses not just Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, but Northwest Louisiana history in general, where a lot of people can just walk through and see that how mm. our area and region evolved, you know, from the mm. Indians and, you know, to, to all that area, to, to the Northwest Louisiana history. And I would say that that's one of the first places to go is that museum because it gives you and if you do the self-walking tour of Natchitoches the downtown uh, historic district or go on the um go with the Cane River uh, National Heritage area are they still doing the walking tours mm -hmm. yep cool. yep cool. starting here in our office uh, usually uh, Wednesday through Saturday 10 o'clock in the morning and it's complimentary so Cane River National Heritage Area Ranger takes them on a walking tour. I always like for people to start their tour or their start their um, visit to Natchitoches with a visit to the Fort St. John Baptiste because that's really where it all began. Mm -hmm. St. Denis set up a trading post you know uh, with the Indians and with the Spanish to the west and um, so that's kind of where it all began. Hmm. You know, yeah. and I think trading posts were really important because it, it's where people could get along more. Mm -hmm. It was kind of that neutral, talk about a neutral zone. If yeah. you needed your stuff, you better be nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. And that was, you know, yes, it was also a military outpost, but they realized very quickly how much they all needed each other. They mm -hmm. needed the Spanish for, you know, furs and hides and you know things that they could provide and they needed the Native Americans for you know the things that they could provide and then the Spanish and Native Americans needed the French for the things that they could bring up from New Orleans um, and so they they realized how much they really needed each other and how they could interact and coexist together and that's why even though yes it was a military outpost there was only one small skirmish in the records because they realized very quickly how much they they were on the western frontier hmm. i mean exactly the edge of the french territory so like they had to rely on the people that were already here and if you think about hmm. that too you know it's like then they, later you've got the uh, New Orleans, the Battle of New Orleans, right? And so it's kind of like all this stuff was happening to the state of what is now the state of Louisiana. But the people in Louisiana had really nothing to do about with it in a way. Here's all these, you know, people, politicians and all these efforts. Okay, now we're going to buy this. Now we're going to do that. But everyone that was stationed or lived there, you know, had to get along and, and work things out. And it took a while for mail to come over and let people know 
hey, this is, I mean, that's part of the neutral strip is no, no information came through, but like the Battle of New Orleans to me is one of the most interesting battles because it does show how everyone got together to say no to the British and, and work together, the Native American tribes coming all the way from Kentucky and Tennessee. I mean, it's kind of, I wonder if that kind of filtrated from those days, you know, just was this is our land we're going to work together you know yeah i wonder yeah. well you can't do it all alone can you imagine it's already hard doing one specific thing but trying to do everything for yourself i can't imagine right. how hard that would be mm -hmm. you know you can't grow every crop you can't there's just no way you could do it all alone you had mm -hmm. to work with others you know you brought up the battle of new orleans and remember we were talking about that not long ago, how Jean Lafitte, I mean, kind of helped, you know, defend New Orleans by, you know, bringing them the supplies that they need. Oh, here we yeah. go. What's that movie again? Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers. <laughs> the Buccaneers, which we watched the, the last time we visited. It was so cool to watch in Louisiana. It's a whole other. Yeah, yeah Charles That's what I was saying. played uh, yeah. General uh, Andrew Jackson and Yule Brenner was Jean Lafitte. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of funny when you think, you know, it goes back to working together and having all these, you know, mm -hmm. pieces of the puzzle that brings it together to make it whole. And that's yeah. what you guys are doing now is in tourism is putting it together for all of us and all the regions working together. And, uh, you know, for us as visitors going, it's, you know, it's so easy to drive through. And if there wasn't the entities working together, we wouldn't know where we were doing what and how, you know, and all this, you know, to be able to picture the whole no man's land and really get an idea yeah. of what life was like in that time frame is amazing. But so everyone visit nomansland.com. That's the website, but you've got to go to Natchitoches. So Natchitoches.com and that's N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. <laughs> Very good. We're gonna we'd have to do a recording. We'll get some real people, real musicians to do it. That would be great with a choir singing it. I know. <laughs> you guys it's have the music. Pleasure talking with you all. Yeah, you too. You it's guys have a wonderful start to spring. It's coming up. Did you see yes. that tulips? Azalea is about to bloom, do you think, in Kasachi Forest? Yes, hopefully, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. And you guys get orchids. Don't forget the orchids, right? Yeah, we I'm I'm excited about spring. Spring's one of my favorite seasons. Ah, oh, mine cool. too. Yeah, spring and fall. Yeah, we don't want the extremes. That's why we just like the nice, pretty times. You know, yes. but it's just not the way the world works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. You take care, Thank you, ladies. You right. too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.